Welcome to the Nourish, Eat, Repeat podcast, helping people who want to improve their health and change their mindset around food so they can live the life they were designed and called for. I am your host, Adrian Delgado, and in this podcast, I'll give you step-by-step action plans to reach your health goals, as well as my favorite recipes I know you and your family will enjoy. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Nourish, Eat, Repeat. Guys, you are in a treat. You are in for a treat today. Um, We have a very special guest. Uh, I think you're going to learn a lot today. I think you're actually going to be quite impressed with our guest story. And I'm just super excited to share it with you. So we're actually going to just jump right in. Um, I'd like to introduce you to Mark Simpkins. Uh, He'll be chatting with us today. Mark, thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome, Adrian. It's a a pleasure to be here. I look forward to a great conversation. Me too. All right. So Mark, just for the sake of our audience and those listening, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, I am a 62-year-old grandfather of two with a third uh, due in August. Um, I raised my family in Pennsylvania, uh, although I... uh, commute to Maryland for my job. My job is a desk job, so I'm not very active at work. Uh, Sometimes tends to be high stress. I do try to stay fairly active and I've always thought I've eaten mostly healthy, but uh, I did have a lot to learn, it turns out. I am married to my lovely wife, Joyce, by the way, uh, and she's the one who actually introduced me to body metrics. Okay, so that was actually going to be my next question. Like, how did you hear about our practice? Yeah, oddly enough, um, my uh, our family doctor recommended Joyce come and speak to a nutritionist because um, she actually had some mysterious, unexplained weight loss. So she had kind of the opposite problem I was struggling with, really. I wanted to get lighter. She needed to gain some weight. And I I went with her to her first appointment with Heather. And after spending an hour there, I thought, you know, there's some really good advice going back and, you know, forth here and some good tips. And uh, Joyce must have been reading my mind because on the way out, she said, you know, you should make an appointment here. You know, <laughs> maybe she could help you. You've been frustrated with not being able to you know, lose the weight you wanted to and so forth. And I thought, yes, yeah, I should. So uh, eventually I did. That's awesome. You know, I find that to be common sometimes where sometimes the wife will come in first and she'll be like, yeah, you need to come in too versus <laughs> seeking it out unless you have a referral from your physician. So, yeah, and it's kind of fun doing things together, even though she has a completely different set of goals. Um, you know, we use some of the same tools and techniques and have learned some of the same things together. So uh, it makes it a little more like a team uh, sport, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And where your strengths are, you can, you know, support her and vice versa, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. And we can scold each other, too. <laughs> <laughs> All in good fun. Yeah, yeah. So tell me a little bit about what your diet was like before you started coming to Body Metrics. You know, I I guess I would say I didn't eat a lot of what I could, would consider really garbagey food, um, but um, I did eat too much food and I was super mindless about things I ate. I think my Achilles heel really was 
snacking mindlessly, especially late at night. Sometimes I put in long hours behind the desk. You get tired and, and you know, I, I made the mistake of having those snacks, some of my favorite snacks, you have peanuts, pretzels, whatever, mixed nuts right next to my, my desk. And I would, you know, eventually when I step back to think about it, it's like, I am eating a lot just without even thinking about it. Right. So, you know, I, and, and I ate, uh, you know, I tried to mix in a lot of fruits and healthy type foods, but I didn't realize there were some fundamental mistakes I was making and all that. In terms of the portion or the types of foods you were selecting? Uh, the, I guess there were sort of three issues. And, and this was one of the first things that Heather covered, I think, is um, I was not balancing at a, in particular meals or snacks, uh, carbs, protein, and fat. So I might have, uh, you know, especially snacks might be really carby. Um, the second thing I was doing uh, was just the mind, the mindlessness was uh, you know, I wasn't thinking about what I was eating, whether I was really hungry. It was this more sort of a satisfying, almost to scratch an itch, you know. Um, and and then I would eat something. Sometimes, you know, I'd eat something salty and then psychologically be like, you know, something sweet would taste real good now. Right. And so you just you just get in these bizarre habits um, that um, that are that are bad. But you, you kind of get in this mode where you're not thinking about a lot. Uh, so. Um, so yeah, they were, you know, I, I would say frequency and, and mindlessness and especially having poor habits late at night in terms of working too hard and going to bed too late. That's when I would really start to consume a lot of calories. Yeah. And unfortunately, I don't think you're alone in that, in those statements. Yeah. And, you know, a game changer for me was just something that's so simple. I had to recommend a couple of different, uh, calorie counting apps. And I never really thought, okay, why would I want to use a calorie counting app? Um, it's it's useful. I use an app called Lose It. Uh, it. It's very handy and easy to use. And it's useful not just for kind of budgeting your calories, but also just for making you think, I'm about to eat X, Y, or Z, and I'm going to enter it in here. And here's the, you know, the nutritional profile of it. Like, do I really want to do this, right? Um, mm -hmm. And it's pretty, it's a, it's a pretty nice throttle just to make you think right to shift from mindlessness to mindfulness right you know what what am i eating should i be doing this oh it's only an hour before bed that's a bad idea right uh, i can ride this out and i'll feel fine in the morning and so um uh that was uh that that's one that's remained one of the most important tools in my toolbox i always tell my clients that journaling is for awareness of your habits to bring forth like, oh, I do this. And I didn't realize that I'm eating the majority of my calories after dinner, or I didn't realize that I eat double the calories on the weekends as I do during the week. Like that level of awareness that just wasn't there beforehand. Those either using a pen and paper or a calorie tracker app, both can be very useful tools to bring awareness to your habits. Because most people, when they first start that, I don't even know where to begin. I'm overwhelmed. There's too many things I need to do. And that journal can, or th that form of a journal can be a really helpful piece in identifying what are some of the challenges that we're facing. It really, it really is. And I'm a very data-driven person. I just like seeing the data and, um, you know, uh, having that analysis there. And yeah, it does some, some 
really nice breakdowns for you. But um, also, it's interesting. I was really, uh, you know, I was really being very disciplined about everything. And I went to a, a business dinner that was hosted by another company. And it was at this Italian restaurant that it was unbelievable. And it was family style eating. And I was trying to sort of behave myself. But when I walked out of there, I kind of tallied up uh, what I had eaten. And it was like, I was like, wow, that was a 1300 calorie meal. And I could have eaten like way more. <laughs> so it makes you aware, you know, okay, it's, you know, it's inbounds maybe to enjoy myself once in a while, but you really can eat way more than you realize if you're not thinking about it. Yeah. Restaurant eating is always challenging based off of portions and the options and really going in with a plan can be very helpful. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that's key. It's just kind of having a plan in mind, you know, and just, just trying to be moderate. Now, Mark, you also mentioned that you commute through work. Um, did that pose any challenges for you from a nutrition standpoint? It, it does. Um, but I, I generally make at least five or six meals, which almost gets me through the week. And the nice thing about that is I can measure out exact portions. So I, you know, I have a really good idea of what's in there. Um, you know, cause even home recipes have been eye opening. like, wow. Um, if I use the, uh, you know, uh, eggplant based pasta, you know, versus just regular white based or wheat pasta, there's so much fewer calories. It's a little more healthy. And so you learn to make some nice swaps. So uh, the advantage, that's the advantage to making my own meals. Um, you know, down here, there are a couple of key go-to places I like that have fairly healthy options as well. So it's a challenge, yes, but um, I found some some nice tricks of the trade to address those challenges. Yeah. And and you also mentioned about maybe going out to eat for, for business dinners. Is that frequently in your routine or... Thankfully, it's not. Uh, okay. It used to be much more frequent, but these days it's more the exception than the rule. So, um, uh, because it is, it really kind of put you behind in terms of your goals. Uh, you know, one, you know, super nice meal out, and uh, you know, you're really racking up the the calories. So, uh, yeah, you know, I I don't punish myself or anything. I'll allow myself to enjoy a nice meal once in a while, but uh, you know you have to watch the frequency of that, right? You start doing that several times a week and you're just not going to get anywhere. So it sounds like you've also, in addition to mindfulness, have worked on moderation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and it's interesting. I mean, this is a real personality type thing, I guess. But one thing about the app I've noticed is, you know, it gives you, if you have it plugged into your Apple Watch or Strava app or whatever your favorite fitness app of choice is, um, you know, it registers that right away. And sometimes it's been a, not only like a, a real boon, it's like, well, I just earned, you know, a 300 calorie bonus, you know, uh, and you either you know, bank that, right? Or maybe if you're super hungry that day, you're like, well, I'm glad I did because I need a snack. Um, and the other thing is if I've, uh, you know, the, the one night I mentioned where we went to the Italian place, I came home and promptly, you know, spent an hour on the bike. I'm like, I got to burn some of this off, you know? So it's, it's that instant feedback, you know? Uh, and, and it was good because I wasn't feeling like exercising, but it actually kind of provided a motivator of sort to do that. And so I felt great at the end of the night. I kind of leveled out my, uh, you know, my uh, myself back to my goals. I felt good after the exercise and I had enjoyed a great meal, right? So it was a win all the way around. 
Yeah. Well, and I gather just from the inflection in your voice and, and the way you're describing it is you weren't exercising to punish yourself. You were just, no. you know, because that's a big thing. You know, sometimes people are like, oh, I ate it. Now I have to negate it. I have to punish myself for those calories by working hard. But it wasn't an I have to, it's an I want to. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I know I, I mean, I always feel better after exercise anyway. You know, the the hardest part is starting, right? You know, after the first five minutes, you're into it. And then when you're done, you feel great. So, uh, yeah, I, I say I see it more as just a motivator, you know, like, okay, this will help me kind of keep things in balance. Mm -hmm. And it kind of snowballs in a positive direction, because then when you're moving, yeah. you're like, well, I don't want to go eat cake now. I just exercised. And so they can kind of provide some checks and balances for each other. Yeah. Yep. So speaking of exercise, was exercise a big part of your journey, um, your weight loss journey? Or what do you, what um, kind of exercises do you like to do? I've always been fairly active. The, the, far and away, my favorite exercise is getting outside on my bike, um, on my road bike. Um, I generally ride, I don't know, between 2,500 and 3,000 miles a year. Uh, but it is tough sometimes to balance that with a demanding job. And um, so uh, I'm not as consistent, or I hadn't been as consistent as I liked. Since I sort of turned over a new leaf, I've been much better uh, at, uh, you know, not letting, say, like a week go by and I haven't really done anything really good or, you know, and just putting the pencils down at the end of the day and carving out an hour to go do something and then maybe go back and do some more work or whatever. So, um, uh, so yeah, the bike is a, a big one. I also have, it's nice where I work and where I, uh, and, and at my own home, I have a concept two rower for those not familiar with a concept two, they're pound for pound, the best exercise machine I've ever used. I've been doing that for years. Uh, I used to get kind of fanatical about it, but now I just like it for the physical fitness aspect. Uh, as I've got older, I've focused more on just staying fit to have a, uh, you know, good quality of life and lifestyle. Um, and then, um, I generally for strength, uh, do uh, resistance bands combined with, uh, like body weight exercises, like push-ups and pull-ups, that type of thing. Uh, so yeah, those are sort of my main go-to kinds of, uh, fitness activities. My wife and I also like to, we have a tandem, so we'll ride that together. We also have a tandem kayak, so we like to do that together. And, uh, you know, we like hiking as well. So there's, there's, group activities we can do together as well. Yeah, just being outside, being active for the pleasure of it, not for the, I have to burn calories. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah we, uh, we're both very outdoors focused. Uh, so uh, it's just super enjoyable getting out and being on wheels or on water is a great way to enjoy it. You know? Sure. So it sounds like exercise and activity have been a part of your life for a long time. Yeah, yeah, they have. So would it be fair to say it's the nutrition piece that was maybe the missing piece through all of this? That was the missing piece for sure, yeah. I, I actually had never, uh, even though, um, you know, I'd never really put any focus on the nutrition. I thought I was eating nutritionally, right? But really, uh, there were some things that were out of balance. Uh, so for example, um, you know, <laughs> One of the things when I described my lifestyle to Heather, one of the things she said is like, I think you could meet all of your weight loss goals if you just cut out the nighttime snacking. But then she said, you know, you're probably not going to do that unless you start getting to bed on time. Right. And, uh, you know, and 
she mentioned that she had heard on some podcast this three two one rule and it sounded ridiculous when she said it you know because like three hours before bed stop eating two hours stop working and one hour no more screens and and i was totally violating that in a, in a major way in in all ways um and and so I realized, wow, okay, so I can meet this goal, but it's more than about even nutrition, right? Because it's it's tied in with my sleep hygiene and other habits. And so at the same time, I started really watching my nutrition. I I did start, you know, making an effort to get to bed. You know, I was very nocturnal. Sometimes I'd go to bed at 2.30 a.m., you know. I, I was like, I got to get to bed before midnight or preferably before 11, um, you know, and uh, I would taking time out say right after dinner to work out was also that would sort of suppress my appetite actually it didn't make me hungry it made me actually not hungry and then I could ride that out I'd get tired and mellow go to bed at a reasonable hour and it was dramatic uh, not just how I started to shed weight but also my sleep quality went through the roof and um my energy level at the end of the day, instead of feeling shot, like I wanted to take a nap, uh, I was much more energetic. Um, and so I started seeing right away all these benefits, which really excited me, right? So it really helped me kind of stick to the routine because you have, you know, these kind of life-changing dynamics that are happening. I mean, it was, it was that traumatic. Well, I also think it's important to note because you mentioned in the beginning, you said, you're in your early 60s. And so I think as we age, we just accept the fact that we're going to be more tired and things are going to be harder. But it sounds like you're noticing a shift in the opposite direction. I really am. And it's great because uh, I, you know, when you're shot at the end of the day, uh, like I might, I might take an hour nap, then, you know, you're kind of messing with your sleep rhythm, right? And then you're staying up late, then you're hungry again, it's 11 o'clock at night, you feel like eating something. And so um, kind of resetting all that, you know, was, was really helpful. So it sounds like besides the weight loss, you noticed improvement in sleep, improvement in energy, anything else that you noticed changed outside of the scale victories? Um. I, I, it's very closely related to the improvement in energy, but the focus, you know, so, you know, not feel like my brain was turning to mush, you know, as the day went on and, you know, making it hard to concentrate. So when you first started working with Heather, what were like one of the first things that you started working on? Because again, a lot of people are like, there's a lot of things that we could be focusing on, but sometimes it's helpful to just start somewhere. So what was that like first thing that you worked on? Yeah, I think uh, I might have alluded to this, but um, just that basic issue of try and balance the carbs, protein, and fat. Mm -hmm. I'd never thought of that, right? And it never really, and I thought, I get, if I get up in the morning and eat, say, an orange for breakfast, I'm good. It's healthy, right? But, you know, she drew the little graph of the, uh, you know, the roller coaster of, you know, blood sugar goes up, insulin gets released, blood sugar drops, you get hungry, you start to feel tired, right? And all that made total sense to me. It's like, yeah, I can, I could see that. And so um, adding, say, if I'm going to have a, an orange, maybe adding a piece of cheese or a, an egg or, um, you know, some nuts. Right. And so, um, you know, and I can, you know, logging that I can see, 
what the calorie consumption is. And and then the, the other thing she said is um, try not to go more than, say, two and a half, three hours without eating. That little tip turned out to be a big deal for me because if I go into a meal starving, it's it's kind of game over, right? Because I'm just, you know, I'm just, you know, devouring food. Um, and those small snacks, maybe a 200 calorie snack mid morning and mid afternoon, it just kind of, you know, helps temper that whole uh, appetite thing. So then you're moving into a meal, you're not, you know, just like looking for anything around to devour. Um, and it even helps it helps me make better choices at mealtime if I haven't planned something, you know, it's, it's, instead of like, oh, man, I'm just going to order a pizza because <laughs> I'm really hungry. So those two things, you know, kind of the mix of the carbs, protein and fat and uh, not letting yourself get too hungry throughout the day uh, were really good starting points for me. Well, and I think that's why at Body Metrics, we're just so focused on a lot of education, right? Like we we're here to be accountability and your cheerleader and your coach and your support. But um, I think the education piece is so fundamental because when you understand the why behind it, you're more likely to follow through than just here, follow this meal plan and then come back in two weeks and we'll see how you did. Yeah. 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 I really feel like it's and looking back, it's some very simple tools, but super effective. Um, and she, I think she, she kind of cued in early on that I'm really data driven, which is, you know, it's because I think she knew I would really like the, uh, the tracking apps, you know, and, and, and they are great. I mean, and, and the apps will even tell you like, Hey, it looks like on days when you have X, Y, Z, you're doing better. Right. You know, so it sort of has a little bit of intelligence built into it, but uh, that really, it's really helped with that mindfulness. Um, you know, she mentioned some of the other basics too, like portion control. And I really didn't think I could, I could do that. I was like, no, I need bigger portions than what you're showing me on this plate. Right. But because I wasn't going into meals, super hungry, it was easier to control the portions. And then I think my body started to adapt to that and, you know, things just kind of leveled out. So instead of then eating a big portion and kind of feeling like, uh, after a meal and, you know, losing some of that energy, maybe, and some of that focus. I just felt like I was much more on my game uh, on a more consistent basis. Mm -hmm. I love it. So speaking of data, um, I'd like to shift gears a little bit and talk about your body composition screen. All okay. right. So for those of you that may not know, um, at Body Metrics, we do body composition screening appointments where we use um, InBody Machine to measure your hydration status, your, your muscle mass, your body fat. Um, we get a lot of great data points from that machine because especially if we have a client that is interested in weight management, I always like to explain to my clients, I'm not here for weight loss. I would be here for fat loss. Like there is a big difference between losing weight and losing fat. And so having a machine like this and data where we can look at the composition of your body through your journey of trying to lose weight can be really helpful to make sure that you're losing the right weight. Um, so you know, Mark, I will let you share as much as you are comfortable sharing, or if you want me to go over some numbers, but um, you initially had your first body composition screen. I think it was close to, was it the end of February? I think, does that sound about right? 
Yes, that is about right, because my I think that was even before my first deployment, which was early March. Okay, if, maybe you came in with your wife to get it done. Yeah, because uh, the sheet come in to get it done. And I thought, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll get that done, too. <laughs> I'll jump on that bandwagon. <laughs> yeah, yeah the right. whole thing sounded fascinating to me. Again, you know, I didn't realize the data I would get out of there, uh, you know, but there was the whole notion of the C curve versus the D curve. And um, I thought it was all fascinating in terms of breaking down, you know, fat versus muscle and where your strength, uh, areas of strength are in terms of the body regions, you know, whether it's legs, arms, whatever. So yeah, it was all uh, super fascinating to me. Well, I will say that um, your repeat body comp was done the beginning of May. So really, uh, you know, over the course of maybe around two and a half, three months. Is that, that fair to say? Yeah, because yeah, I kicked in really, uh, I think my first appointment was uh, like the first week of March. And right away, I kind of got on board with it, you know, with the app and with really trying to focus on the goals and so forth. So, yeah, I, I'd say probably around first week of March is when I kicked in the gear on trying to achieve some of these goals. Yeah. And I mean, you didn't just achieve the goals, you smashed the goals. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more fair to say. Um, yeah, I really, uh, I was really looking forward to the second evaluation because uh, I wanted to know some things. Like I, I, I thought maybe I had lost some muscle, right? Cause I'd lost quite a bit of weight and, once I start, once I um, implemented these new habits, the weight really felt like it was just starting to melt off. Uh, so consistently, you know, it was a little bit more each couple of days. And um, so I got real excited about that and started feeling just a lot better. And I was like, okay, so what's really happening here though? Because I really didn't want to lose muscle, but I thought, well, all right, maybe I'll need to gain some back. Right. And, and, you know, really start to focus on muscle building type of exercises. But yeah, that's kind of my, was my mindset going in. It's like, okay, what's the answer here, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I think it's fantastic because I will share, you didn't lose any muscle. Your muscle yeah. stayed the same, which is which is amazing and a testament to your, your workouts, your eating habits, you know, because both what you're putting in your mouth and how you're moving your body have a big impact on your muscle mass and, and your body fat. And, and you actually, so I'm actually, do you mind if I just, I won't share your specific numbers, but I'll say like you lost 22 pounds, right? Yeah. Yep. But what's interesting is, so you actually lost 22.8 pounds of body fat, but you increased your hydration levels, which is something that we're always looking for uh, by a pound. So even though you had a 22.8 pound fat loss, your net was a 22, but it's because you were gaining in the right area and losing in the right area. And that is a, a such an amazing testament to the work you put into, into the program. Yeah, I was super thrilled with the, uh, with the outcome there. Well, and as we age, we know that our body naturally just tends to want to lose muscle mass. And so if we're not purposely doing something to preserve the muscle we have, if not build, we will constantly just see a decline in our metabolism and in our ability to take care of ourselves. So, you know, through the, it doesn't matter, like 
these types of exercise and this type of eating isn't just for 20 year olds that are trying to look good on the beach. Like this is important for all of us through the life cycles. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think I heard a number something like, you you know, once you reach about uh, age uh, 40, you're losing about 10% of muscle mass per year. And, um, and, and so that's the thing I've really been focused on lately. Um, you know, I'm, more or less uh, at the weight I want to be, but I'm trying to actually swap, uh, stay at the weight, but put on more more muscle and just lose a little bit more fat. And um, uh, when you're feeling better, when you're more energetic, it's a lot easier to get over that mental hump of the workout, right? You know, it's like, yeah, I feel like I want to do this right now. And so um, I'm hoping for uh, gosh, it's some weeks out yet, but in my next uh, body metrics, uh, you know, set of measurements. I'm hoping for more good news. It won't be as dramatic as the last one, but uh, you know, if I can keep just, uh, you know, moving the needle a little bit in the direction I want, I'll be happy. Yeah. I think that stat's more like 10% a decade, not 10% a year. Oh, that would be. Oh, did I say a year? Yes, I meant it. <laughs> just for really those bad. listening, they're like, oh my goodness, I better hurry up and get to doing something. I'll be wasted away. No, I think you did fantastic. So, Mark, what are there other changes that you still are working on? You know, I know you've had such fabulous results, but I like to think we're all work in progress. So is there something specific that that you'd like to work on next in your weight loss or your nutrition journey? Um, I, uh, As I mentioned, I really do want to just make sure I'm doing enough uh, muscle building exercises, not bodybuilding, but just keeping myself, um, you know, trying to trying to fight that 10% per decade, not per year. Um, and, and so that's one of the issues is really, you know, I would say I've shifted uh, my physical activities, workouts, and so forth a little bit toward uh, very focused, uh, you know, muscle building, whereas before I was doing almost all kind of cardio type stuff. Um, the other thing is, is just introducing you know, small things like introducing a little more variety into my diet. I want to experiment with some recipes, keep it interesting, especially, um, you know, now that I'm much more mindful about um, healthy things. There are some great recipes out there, right? It's just a, been a matter of time for me to find time to uh, play with a couple of uh, different different recipes. But, you know, you guys provided some interesting ones and um I mean, there's there's a ton of options on the internet. So uh, I I would like to keep it interesting. I have some some go to meals that I'm real familiar with, and I kind of just already mentally know you know the um, the nutritional values and things like that. Uh, so yeah, just bringing in more things like that. Other, other than that, I think um, you know just sticking with the program, and I I'm feeling real good about you know my odds of sticking with the program just because it hasn't been you know, this ridiculously hard thing where I feel like I'm starving myself and uh, I'm famished, uh, you know, and I'm depriving myself. It, it's really just, you know, changing those few habits. Uh, you know, I'm not thinking about food all the time. I'm enjoying healthy choices. I look forward to my mid-morning and mid-afternoon snacks, you know, just to take that edge off. So, uh, yeah, just kind of continuing to uh, to reinforce that. And allowing myself once in a while, you know, I, I find that um, now that warm weather's here, I'm going on longer bike rides. So I'll be out for a you know, two and a half hour bike ride or something. And um, uh, I find that the day after 
I'm actually super hungry. But I have so many calorie credits built up in the nutritional app. You know, it's like I can almost eat what I want for two straight days and not, you know, exceed the threshold that I have it set to for achieving my goals. So, um, yeah, stick. You know, I think sticking with the program, a little more variety in, in the in the diet, and a little bit, uh, you know, more uh, sustained focus on the muscle building piece. Uh, you know. I mean, as I go into even higher decades uh, of age than I am now, just quality of life, things like being able to go up and down the steps, uh, you know, get around easily, being a little you know, more independent become important. So, you know, I, I'm kind of you know, keeping a long game in mind on all that, right? Yeah. And you feel like your nutrition plan can match your longevity plan in terms of I can sustain this. That's the idea. Yep. And, and I do feel that way. I feel, I would say fairly confident that I can, I can stick with that. Well, that is the it's best compliment. Thought, you know, I really, I really, I really thought it would be much harder. Uh, but um, yeah, it's, it's kind of like Heather equipped me with a few tools to carry around in my tool bag and, um, you know, just kind of ways to think about things and, you know, and, and making sure I implement good habits, especially the sleep hygiene and, um, it's all worked together to give me this some greater than the parts kind of outcome. So yeah, yeah I've been super, super thrilled with that. Oh, I'm so happy for you. So Mark, if anybody was on the fence about signing up for a nutrition appointment at Body Metrics, what would you tell them? Uh, I would say just do it. I mean, not to steal Nike's but phrase, but I mean, I, my only regret is that I didn't think of this sooner, right? You know, like I really wish I had, um, I because I'm so excited about maintaining these habits, right? Because it is, it's made me feel so much better, and it's been a real game changer for me in terms of quality of life. So, um, yeah, I would say there's, you know, it's 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 not hard. Uh, a lot of the stuff is very basic. It's just kind of like really good advice and input, uh, and. Um, you know, with a few tweaks to your lifestyle, um, I think you can get similar results to what I've had, you know, which uh, I, I, there, I don't think I've done anything out of the ordinary that uh, anybody else couldn't do. Oh. But yeah, you know, I think I'm a smart guy, right? But like there were just certain things I'm missing. So I went to the experts and you guys, uh, you know, kind of set me on a good path and I think I could stay on that's amazing. Have you had any follow-ups with your primary care yet since? Uh, no, uh, I'm super looking forward to that. I did have some blood work recently. Um, and um, it's interesting because I've always had high cholesterol. Uh, but the thing that's happened is uh, my good cholesterol, my HDL, uh, has gone up. And my triglycerides, which you don't want high, have gone down. So um I, uh, I I think that's probably correlated to my changes in nutrition and so forth. So, uh, so that's, uh, that was a really welcome uh, result there. The last thing I want to do is have my doctor telling me they want me to go on statin drugs or, or whatnot. Uh, uh, so yeah, uh, I'm interested in, uh, you know, the, um, you know, what my primary care physician has to say. I'm sure she's super good and I, I'm sure she'll be as excited as I've been uh, in terms of the results. Yeah. But you got some nice bonus um, perks from your all your hard work as well, inside and out. Yes. Yep. All right, Mark. Well, 
We always end our podcast with a recipe because I like this podcast to be very practical in nature. So give me the information, the education, teach me something new, and then also give me a recipe that I can try and maybe start implementing into my own routine. So whenever I have a guest, my guest does get to share the recipe. So I'll invite you to share either a meal or a snack idea, preferably like a simple go-to option uh, that you found to be really helpful in your journey. Yeah, I will give you something very basic, but it's my favorite go-to snack option. I I use this almost every day. Um, I take a quarter of my favorite bagel, so cut it in half and then cut it in half again, toast it, uh, spread. Uh, I like Kirkland's uh, organic peanut butter. Yeah, I recommend refrigerating it because it keeps it nice and thick and keeps the oil from rising to the top. Uh, so I spread the peanut butter around and then I sprinkle peanuts, you know, like planters, lightly salted peanuts. And that gives me a nice, satisfying, chewy, crunchy snack takes a while to eat so i can't eat it too fast has a nice mix of carbs protein and healthy fats and is super satisfying i think it's maybe around uh, 215 calories or something right so uh, so yeah that's a great uh, snack option i would highly recommend mark i have to tell you that i have never ever once heard somebody <laughs> put that recipe together and like you said it's so simple it's like why have i never thought of that but yet it would be very satisfying, both in texture and flavor and consistency. So I'm kind of annoyed that I didn't think of it first. <laughs> I mean, it's making me want to go make one right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Mark, we are just so thankful for, for the time that you spent with us today, just talking about your own journey and, you know, really giving us some insight of what it looks like to work with one of the dietitians at Body Metrics, because Sometimes it can be very, I'll say very scary because you don't know what to expect. Are they going to make me give up all my favorite foods? Are you going to make me like be hungry and miserable all the time? And so to hear, you know, from somebody who has been there and who has had the success and also such a positive outlook towards what the future holds, like, hey, I'm going to keep doing this because I feel so good. It's just a very welcome conversation. And I think a lot of people are going to benefit from listening into this. I hope so. I really do. So, all right. Well, that is our episode for today. Uh, once again, thank you, Mark, for being with us. And we will see you next time. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Nourish Eat Repeat podcast. If you found this episode helpful, please rate, review, and share with others so we can reach and help more people. For more information about nutrition, how to work with a dietitian, or about any of our programs, visit our website at bodymetricshealth.com. You can also find us on socials. We're on Instagram and Facebook at bodymetricshealth. The book Nourish Eat Repeat is available on our website and Amazon in both paperback and ebook versions. Once again, I'm Adrienne Delgado, and I'll see you next week.